In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to Jesus Christ. I greet you on this wonderful and glorious day of the Annunciation. The announcement to Mary, the Mother of God, that she would be giving birth to Jesus Christ. Our senior chant leader on the woman's side, Anna, and I had the great privilege of singing the canon this morning. The dialogue between Gabriel and Mary. So powerful, so beautiful. In this dialogue, which the hymnographer took license to speculate upon the thoughts and the words of the angel Gabriel and the Blessed Virgin Mary, we see a very powerful undoing of the sin of Eve. Eve in the garden was approached by a being We don't know exactly what his appearance was. We know that after the fall, he became a snake. Went about on his belly eating dirt and despised by human beings. But before that, he may have looked quite different. He may have looked like a beautiful angel even. We don't know. He was a creature of some sort. He came to Eve and questioned God. Did God say? First he questioned concerning the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, concerning what they could and could not do in the garden. Then he went from questioning to contradiction. You will not die. If you eat of the fruit, you shall become like God, knowing good and evil. We see in this first Eve a gullibility, a vulnerability, an immaturity. Yes, she was created perfect by God, but created to grow in godliness. And yet she fell very easily, very quickly. In contrast, we see in Mary the new Eve, a cautiousness, a testing of the Spirit, so to speak. The angel Gabriel appears to her, and she who had been prepared from her birth, from before her birth, for something very special and unique and life-changing for the whole world. Dedicated to God from her mother's womb, prayed for, asked for, longed for by the whole nation of Israel. She was brought to the temple at the age of three, dedicated to the temple and lived there fed by angels, studying the law 
absorbing the law, reading the law, and working with her hands, spinning the thread that would be used to form the veil of the temple. Watching her every step, watching her every word, her every movement, her every thought, measuring them against the law of God. And now, after leaving the temple and being placed under the care of Joseph, the 80-year-old widower, whose lot it fell upon to be the protector of the virgin, she is in his home, and she is working at her work, continuing to weave the thread, She has this appearance, just like Eve, someone very beautiful, someone who speaks wonderful words. He addresses her, Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. This is before telling her what her mission is going to be. He compliments her. And yet she is cautious. What kind of greeting is this? She she protects her heart. She guards her heart. She remembers, and this is brought out beautifully in this dialogue in the canon. She remembers Eve. She had studied the law. She read Genesis. And so she knew what could happen if you did not test the spirits. So she listened very carefully and she questioned. She examined this visitor and she probed what is the meaning of this. And the angel Gabriel went on to proceed to tell her what this particular calling of hers was to be. And this made her even more troubled. She asked very relevant questions. How are you to say that I am going to give birth to a child when I have not known man? She kept her virginity. She made a vow of virginity while she was in the temple. And when she came into the home of Joseph, she continued in that state. And so she very cautiously engages in this conversation. And after testing the waters, testing the spirits, testing the words of the angel, she began to trust. She allowed herself to trust and to have faith. The Holy Fathers of the Church tell us we must be this way. We should not hope for visits from angels. And if we get one, we should be very suspicious. We should make the sign of the cross. We should run away, even. If it's God, he'll catch us. But if it's not, he'll go away. The Blessed Virgin Mary set the example for us in the Annunciation. 
But finally she contemplates the words. She knows the law. She knows the prophecies. And she finally agrees that this is possible. And could she be the one that the law the prophets had spoken of for all these centuries? And finally, out of her humility and her beauty, her holiness, her innocence, and her purity, she replies, Be it done unto me according to thy word. At that moment, the fathers of the church tell us that at that moment, the Holy Spirit came in and conceived within her the Son of God. She said yes to God on our behalf for each one of us, for the whole world. And through that simple yes, salvation has come to the world in the form of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ. So let us rejoice this day that we are in God's house celebrating this wonderful and glorious feast. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.